Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. I'm Jillian, and today we are going to address the question, how do I stop caring so much about what other people think of me? And this is a question that has come up time and time again in my work with one-on-one clients, and recently was a huge topic of conversation in the coaching work that we did inside of my body image coaching group, The Confident Body. And the more that we dove into the roots of body image, the more we uncovered that so many insecurities were driven by what other people think about us. Before we hop in, I want to give a little bit of a life update. And that life update comes from things that are happening today. And that is that my boyfriend is moving into my apartment. And I'm so excited. I've never lived with a partner before. There's a part of me that thinks I should be worried about it because realistically you're like, yeah, living with someone is like a totally different, it's a totally different step in the relationship where you are with this person so much more, but I'm actually so unbelievably calm and excited and and I know that, I know that it will be challenging at moments. I have no doubt in my mind, but I also very, very much trust in the communication skills that the two of us have developed together and in the patterns of communication that we've created, a very, very open and honest communication. And I'll just kind of share one of the one of the, the sort of principles that my boyfriend and I try to communicate upon is that like it is us. When there is a problem, it is us and then the problem. And so we hold the relationship in really high regard and we see the problem as something external to the relationship that we want to be able to work on together instead of being like, there's me and there's him and there's this problem in the middle, if that makes sense. You know what? This is new for me. Maybe you're listening to this. You've been married for 15 years. You have a better way of, of doing it. And honestly, I would love to hear it. If there is any advice or support that you can give me around like living with a partner for the first time, I would love that. I would absolutely love that because this is totally freaking new for me. I've lived with my dog now for three years, but I've never lived with a partner. And that's kind of wild. And another update from this morning is it was really challenging for me to organize my thoughts for this podcast episode. I don't know why exactly. I wish I could pinpoint why, but I I was writing notes and deleting notes and writing notes and deleting notes. And at the end, after about, I started this pod, writing this podcast episode yesterday. And after about 45 minutes of that, I said, you know what? I'm just going to record it. The individuals that listen to this podcast listen to it because they also enjoy the way that I frame things and the way that I talk about things. And I hope you know as a listener of this podcast that your feedback is always greatly appreciated. And there's a chance that this podcast might be, might hop from place to place because my brain tends to hop from place to place. But you know what? Let's jump in. We're going to talk about a lot regarding like how to shift our thinking Um, how to increase a sense of belonging, um, how to practice compassion and why compassion is so important when we're worried about what people think of us. So let's jump in and we'll just see how it goes. What do you think? So I want to touch on a couple of the instances that have popped up in conversations recently. Worrying about how you look in an outfit. Maybe at home you loved the outfit, but you're worried about what other people might think of you in that outfit. Maybe you've got a fear of other people judging you based on your weight and assuming that you're not healthy. Another situation that came up is wanting people to look at you and think that that person works out, but you kind of feel like they don't think that about you. Maybe you walked into a bar or restaurant and you felt like all eyes were on you. Maybe you went on a trip recently with family or friends and 
you really want people to think that you're a healthy eater and so you're worried that they're constantly judging you if you eat something that isn't healthy or if you eat what you think is too much. Maybe you feel discouraged or upset by a comment that someone actually made. So instead of just thinking like this person is judging me, maybe someone actually did make a nasty comment or judge you. And maybe that comment was directly a judgment and maybe that comment wasn't directly commenting on how you eat or how you look, but you interpreted it that way. And so all of these things, I just mentioned things that have recently been brought to my attention. And I want you to know if any of that resonated, like you are not alone. And I want to share one specifically that pops up for me every now and then. Around like 2019, 2020, so much changed about the way that I viewed my relationship with food and my body. And then we had the pandemic in the middle, right? And so like 2018, 2019, I was this like gym rat, protein everything, visible abs, like always in the gym, like definitely quote unquote looked the part of the fit one. And then the pandemic happened and fast forward, it's three years later, um, my body doesn't look like how it used to. My, the way that I think and the way that I act about things isn't the same. If you go out to eat with me, I eat differently than I used to because I used to be extremely rigid with what I ate and now I'm so much more flexible. And so I'll occasionally like run into people that knew me back then and I'll have this flash of like, what if they think I used to look better? Or what if they're judging me because I used to, to give off the vibe of like, quote unquote, a healthier person? And it's a flash. I say it's a flash because I still care what people think about me and I want people to see me in a positive light. I would love positive judgments from others. But two things are really important. And, two, and I remember two things. One, my judgment matters so much more than theirs. And two, in many cases, I do not know what they are actually thinking, right? And so here's the thing. We cannot stop caring about what people think. It's a normal part of our psychology. Normal to compare ourselves. Normal to care about what people think. We are social animals. We want to belong. We want to fit in. We want to feel accepted. There are three things that we can stop doing. One, uh, or sorry, just three things in general. One, we can stop doing. And two, we can start doing. So one is to stop always assuming that people are judging us or thinking the worst. We are not mind readers. And we're going to talk about that in a second. The second thing we can do is to practice compassion towards ourselves and others. And you're going to hear about specifically how this can be really impactful. And then the third thing is to work on belonging over fitting in. And you may have, this may ring a bell because I mentioned this in a recent podcast episode where I talked about Brene Brown and she talks about this concept of belonging over fitting in. And at the end, before we get to the actionable tips, we're going to talk about this. I want to briefly touch on like how all of this ties into body image because we can have a fear about people judging us on our ability to parent or, you know, I will sometimes fear that people judge me on how good of a dog mom I am. But specifically, I want to touch on how this relates to body image because I think that this is where it comes up a lot and can drive a lot of guilt and shame. And it's very much in my wheelhouse as a body image nutrition mindset related coach, right? We want to first acknowledge that we have unrealistic standards based on cultural standards, media, media social media, personal experiences, our parents, all of these things. High expectations is fine, but unrealistic expectations are not, right? And so it's fine for us to want to be our quote unquote fittest self, 
but it's not okay for us to have unrealistic expectations of what that is. What we used to think was unrealistic, so we used to see people in the media and be like, well, yeah, they're paid to look like that. But now social media is so incredibly rampant that we see people on social media and we're like, but they're real people, right? And so I should be able to look like that. I should be able to achieve that. My life should look like that because they are quote unquote real people. And this can be a total mind fuck because it's really hard to know where the lines are blurred. And it's frustrating because it used to be a very clear delineation. Like that person is a model. That person is an actor. And now it's very blurry. And so we're also like social media also makes us want to continually seek out acceptance and reassurance through like likes, comments. We want to post something and have someone like appreciate that, right? So one, like you could just quit social media and that would likely be helpful. But for most of us, that's not necessarily realistic or something that we want to do because social media does have its upside as well. But I want you to try this. The next time that you're in a public place or at the beach or at an amusement park, I want you to take a look around. A client from The Confident Body did this in the middle of the program. She had a trip with her family and she came back and she had this crazy realization. She was like, oh my gosh, I went to this place with my family and I saw all of these people and I realized that like there are so many different body shapes and sizes and colors and people with cellulite, people without cellulite, people with big butts and small butts. And she was just like, I've never realized how much diversity there was because I was so focused on this fear of other people judging me. I think this is really important because it brings us to a point that I want to make is like our thoughts really fuck with us. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk specifically about one cognitive distortion that comes up all the time. I'm, I guarantee this has come up for you before. I want you to think about the last time you worried about what someone thought about you. Did you know exactly what that person thought? And when I say, did you know exactly what that person thought in the, con like, did they tell you flat out directly, this is what I think of you? And maybe they did. Small percentages, they actually came out and said like, I think you look fat in those shorts. Maybe they did. I don't know. But chances are you thought what they thought based on your personal experience, your fears, your insecurities, uh, unrealistic body standards, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm sure many of you listening were like, oh yeah, I, I actually just made up what this person's judgment was of me based on all of these fears that I have. Maybe you saw them looking at you and you thought they must be thinking I shouldn't have worn this outfit. Or you saw them look at your plate at dinner and you thought they, they're judging on how much I just ate. I mentioned the, word the words cognitive distortion before and that's what your brain is doing when you say like, I know what this person is thinking. And a cognitive distortion is a mental filter, a bias, or a way of thinking that is often one, automatic, and two, negatively skewed. It's annoying because we like to take our thoughts, the things that we think, and we like to believe them. We like to believe that I thought this, so it is true. The amazing thing is that we can actually use mental skills and these are skills. So these are skills that I teach my clients inside of my coaching program, specifically inside the confident body. We work a lot on this because as I mentioned before, like there's so much fear around other people judging our bodies here. We want to acknowledge first that like the cognitive distortion that popped up in this scenario where you decided you knew what someone else was thinking, that cognitive distortion is called mind reading. You do it. I do it, we all do it. The problem is, is when we're not aware of ourselves doing it. 
And it comes from this, it comes from the fact that our brains want to keep us safe. This is unconscious. We think if I can predict what this other person is thinking, I can protect myself. But here's a question to bring the unconscious to the conscious. When you think something like that, you can ask yourself, is that true? Like this person is judging me. Is that true? And you might think like, yeah, of course it's true. And then I would ask you, how do you know it's true? If we were in a court of law, would you be able to convince the court that that person was judging how many French fries you ate? And the answer is likely no. The answer is simply like, no, this is, I, I took that judgment because of how they were looking at me. I assumed that's what they were thinking. And this is where it can be very dangerous because no matter how well you know someone, you do not know exactly what they're thinking. No matter how close you are with something, someone, you do not know what is going through their head. And so this can be really helpful because if you notice yourself drawing judgments based on what you think other people are thinking, you can save yourself a lot of angst and a lot of pain and a lot of shame simply by recognizing like, I don't actually know what this person is thinking of me. And another question that I love that was brought to my attention because I asked in my Confident Body group um, from the last round of this program, I asked them like, hey, I'm writing this podcast episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. And one of my clients brought up, she's like, a question that I've been using a lot that we actually talked about in the program is so what? And it's such a simple question, but I freaking love it. And so what is powerful because it's like, even if that person is judging me, so what? Even if I, that person is looking at me and thinking I shouldn't be wearing that outfit, so what? Does that judgment that that person has say something about me or does it say something about them? And a lot of this comes from, we can assume that other people think similarly to us in situations. So if I see someone wearing jeans that are too tight and I think something negative about them, we will likely assume, we will mind read and assume that someone else is thinking the same about us. I wanna bring up a really important point here. If we can assume the worst, can we also assume the best? So if we can assume that they are thinking the worst about me, we can theoretically also assume the opposite. And this came up in therapy years ago. So I had lots of insecurities, fear of judgment. It was at its absolute worst. Uh, This was maybe like 2016, 2017. So I went to a therapist. I didn't have that many sessions with her because I didn't love her, but she did give me something extremely helpful. And I was telling her about a situation in which I was convinced that other people didn't want to hang out with me. They didn't want me around. She asked me, she was like, well, what if the opposite were true? If you believed the opposite were true, how would you act and how would you think? And I still use that to this day if I feel this mind reading come up. I can choose to interpret someone looking at me as them thinking something bad about me or I can choose to think they're thinking something completely different. They could be thinking about how awesome I am or they could not be thinking about me at all. Like I am not the center of the universe, right? In body image coaching specifically, we identify some of your recurring thoughts or fears around these judgments and we also work through like how to neutralize or reframe them so we're not continually fearing this these judgments from other people especially when a lot of them are based on our brains making things up not not necessarily making things up but interpreting things in a way that is negatively skewed and then the next thing that we're going to talk about is compassion and compassion is really important when we are working on not taking how other people think about you so seriously or not fearing judgment from other people so much because compassion is about noticing suffering, right? So we notice suffering and we do something about it when we act in a compassionate way. And self-compassion is about noticing your suffering and doing something about it. 
But specifically, I want to talk about if someone spends their time judging you or others, they must be suffering in some way. Like if someone really does look at you at the beach and judge you on your cellulite, imagine how harshly they must judge themselves. Imagine how tough it must be to live in their heads. And so here is where it can be really powerful is how can we extend compassion to that person instead of fearing their judgment? For example, let's say your mom makes a comment about your weight, right? What does that say about your mom's struggles or your mom's internal, internalized fat phobia or internalized diet culture mentality? Maybe she's really scared of other people judging and she's just trying to protect you based on what she knows. And so we can extend compassion to like, wow, it must have been really challenging to grow up in that generation where like you felt like your appearance was literally the most important thing about you. And also like if you're a millennial like me, like our parents' generation was not able to talk about this stuff. Like they were not able to have open conversations or listen to podcasts where people ver verbalize like it's okay to be afraid of people's judgment. It's okay to practice self-compassion. Here are the tools to do it. Like they didn't have that stuff. So practicing compassion when you fear other people's judgment or what they think about you, both towards them, but also towards yourself, because that fear of judgment is suffering. And so how do we encourage ourselves to feel more safe, to feel more cared for? How do we reassure ourselves in those situations? And this brings us to the last point before we hop into actionable tips, and that is belonging over fitting in. And as I mentioned, I mentioned this in a recent podcast, don't remember which one. But I want to read you a quote from Brene Brown from her book, Daring Greatly, which I highly recommend you reading. Fitting in is one of the greatest barriers to belonging. Fitting in is about assessing a situation and becoming who you need to be in order to be accepted. Belonging, on the other hand, doesn't require us to change who we are. It requires us to be who we are. And I remember reading this passage. I think I probably started reading Brene Brown like 20, around 2016, 2017, when I first had that experience with this therapist, for example. And I was like, I don't get it. I was like, how do I not? I just want to fit in so badly, right? But now I get it. This is the way that I see it. The more you become you, the less of a worry you have of if others like you. The less of a worry you have of if I fit in or not. Because if you are truly you, there's a lot of power in that. And I imagine, and interestingly enough, I'll share my own experience. I started attracting more people to me when I became more me. When I started showing them both the, like both of my sides, right? And I remember, so my best friend will often tell me that she felt like I was very unapproachable. And then of course I did more therapy and became more approachable. But the reason that I became more approachable is because I started showing more of myself, not just to other people, but to myself. And I was someone that spent most of my life trying to fit in and also spent most of my life terrified of other people's judgments. What can I say to you here to help you? Start getting to know your values. Start asking yourself, what am I doing that aligns with my values? What am I doing that doesn't align with my values? Listen to episode 91 of this podcast because that is going to give you a guide for starting to understand your values. But the more that I was able to connect with what is important to me, what lights me up, the less I worried about what other people thought about me. I still care what the other people think about me, but it doesn't affect how I feel about myself. You can also start doing shit that lights you up. Once you know your values, you can say like, I'm going to do stuff that aligns with my values. For example, I value creativity 
you know what really helps my creativity and makes me feel like I am creative? Reading crazy ass fantasy books, doing improv, trying new classes or new sports. That is so much fun for me. This podcast is, an, is a creative outlet. I feel so me when I'm doing this podcast. That will increase your sense of belonging over fitting in. And when you belong, the judgments of other people, whether they are real or made up, tend to have less power. Last point I want to make here. Diet culture is about fitting in, right? This body standard that we try to live up to is about fitting in. It is about looking like the body trend of the day. It is about looking like other people. If I look the part, I will fit in. People will accept me. People will love me, blah, blah, blah. That is a lie. People will accept you. People will love you. People will care about you. Actually, I don't know. I can't tell you when people will do that, but I can, I can share with you it is a lot more likely that you will feel accepted and loved and like you fit in when you are true to yourself rather than when you try to fit into a certain standard. Actionable tips. The first one, so I have five. Yes, I have five. The first one, I want you to call yourself out when you start mind reading. So when you hear yourself think like that person is thinking X about me, remind yourself I am not a mind reader and also bring awareness to this is what I am doing right now. Awareness is so powerful because we cannot change unless we are aware of what we are trying to change. So start calling yourself out in those situations. The second thing, after you call yourself out on mind reading or like putting thoughts in other people's heads, I want you to challenge yourself to consider is there a different perspective here? And changing perspective is this skill of reframing. And this has to come after the awareness of mind reading because without awareness of what we're trying to reframe, we can't actually do it. And so I want you to actually challenge yourself. Like this can be really helpful to actually write down, write down what you believe this person is thinking or, you know, later on after you're back home, write down what you believed that person was thinking and actually ask like, is there a different perspective here? You might be like, uh, you know, I saw them looking at my shoes and I, they were judging that I have really big feet. Is there another perspective? Yeah, they might have just been looking down and completely zoning out. They might have been looking at my shoes and thinking that they loved my shoes. They might have been thinking about the fact that they really had to poop. I, we have no idea. And so challenge yourself to consider that there are alternative perspectives when you notice yourself mind reading. And then the third thing is to practice compassion for yourself and others. So notice your suffering. When you feel judged, notice your suffering. And ask yourself, what do I need to tell myself in this moment to feel less judged? What do I need to tell myself in this moment to feel more cared for? And that can come from you. That doesn't need to come from someone else. And then on the flip side, we can identify like this person that just said this really judgmental thing, clearly suffering or struggling in some way. Like, wow, it must be really tough to live in their head when the most important thing is like, how someone's butt looks, right? Like that must be really challenging. The fourth actionable tip I have in my notes here, I just have values, episode 91. So again, if you have not listened to that episode, listen to that episode. Talks about how to identify your values, how to start making more values aligned decisions, extremely useful. And then the fifth thing is to increase your sense of belonging. And this sounds really big, but it can start really small. Read a book just because it interests you, not because it's like the trendy book or what you feel like you're supposed to do. Sign up for a class that you've been putting off trying. Like you want to try ceramics? Go sign up for a ceramics class because you want to do it. Start talking about or writing about or blogging about or podcasting about or whatever about a topic that really lights you up. Just create a TikTok. There's TikToks about freaking everything. Talk about something that really lights you up. 
that makes you feel like you. Practice getting to know yourself better and notice where in your life you feel like you. And a lot of this can be due to like scheduled alone time. So one of the the quote unquote like homeworks that I gave a client recently is like schedule a date with yourself. And part of this is to get to know yourself and what you like and what lights you up and what helps you feel good and start being able to do that for yourself. And that can increase your sense of belonging. And then I guess actionable tip number six could be to read something by Brene Brown because she's incredible. And so with that, I will leave you here. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your feedback as I do with all episodes. And I also want to mention if body image is something that you would love to work on. So when I speak about body image, I talk about how you think about your body, how you feel about your body, how you act towards your body, and how you perceive your body. If you would like to improve that and start to feel more positively towards yourself and your body, start accepting your body more no matter what size you are, the confident body is going to help you accept yourself, treat your body with respect, and start to break down a lot of these fears around other people judging you. It was a life-changing experience for the individuals that did my beta group where they say that their confidence is so much higher now, they trust so much more in their own judgment, and they feel so much more at home in their bodies. I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can actually download the very first lesson from the confident body. So you can actually go through, it's a thought exercise, so it helps you kind of reframe and shift your perspective around how you think about your body and can be very, very powerful. So I'm going to link that below and you can click the link and download that exercise. I guarantee you it will help you think about your body in a different light. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to go finish my iced coffee. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day, no matter where you are, what you're doing. Share this episode with someone that needs to hear this. Make sure that you leave a rating or review if you have not done so yet. I really would appreciate it and talk to you soon.